Welcome to the Cosmic Goodie Bag here on Dash Talk X Radio. I am your host, Carla Cherry. Thank you for joining me. We are delving into the supernatural world, interviewing game changers, authors, ufologists, mediums, sacred sight junkies, even pet psychics. Why am I doing this? Sometimes it's the red pill. Sometimes it's the blue pill. Sometimes you just slip and fall down the rabbit hole and you get a timeshare there. Our mission is to expand our consciousness and find some personal power. Do you want some personal power? I'm tired of watching superhero movies. I want a little bit of that for myself. My guests have studied ancient texts, researched the supernatural, and so together, let's figure out what the heck they're talking about. Strap in. My guests today, PK and Mark, are two of the three co-founders of thegreatawakeningreport.com. They describe themselves as, quote, a community of cultural creatives and like-minded people seeking truth, awakening and disclosure. In their website, they write about topics like geopolitical, global weather, health watch, hidden truths, awakening, and more. Welcome PK and Mark to the Cosmic Goodie Bag. Hey, thanks, Carla. Appreciate it. Thanks, Carla. Yeah, thank you guys for being here. I was super excited to have you on. I met you guys at the uh, Conscious Life Expo. You had a booth there. And I was su- I was very impressed. After talking to you and then checking out your website and just how tight and everything, how succinct it is and easy to read. And also just that you're getting so much information out there to the public. So it's a great service that you're doing for everybody. And I want to thank you. And we're going to dive into it. Um, I do want to uh, start off with asking you, what is the Great Awakening? Okay, the Great Awakening is described in the early 1800s as more of a, a religious experience and a movement. But now it's basically been taken over by the uh, the political side, where people now are learning that um, Democrats versus Republicans, or what's going on in Congress, is all a sham and a game. Mm. It's all corrupt. And what's actually going on is there's a deep state, which is made up of all the elites uh, against the uh, global alliance. And so part of that movement, uh, the Q movement, mm-hmm. and um, so we, we, we feel like the culture creatives, or I should say the facts to show that the uh, conscious life movement or the conscious movement, the global awakening and the disclosure movement are made up of roughly about 75 million people in the U.S. And out of that, there's additional 45 million on top of that, I should say, that are in the process of awakening to some level of truth in all of our topic headings, it could be health, it could be what's happening in um, the real background or the real truth about history, and the history goes back longer than 6,000 years, more like 500,000 years. Mm. And so all of these truths are coming out in different ways and shapes or form, and what it is, it's the true reality of where we're really supposed to live and not the one that's being foisted on us. Awesome. So what do you, how do you define cultural creatives? Well, culture creative is actually the, um, it's the 20s plus movements from the 60s and 70s. This was actually a research report that was put together from market marketing specialists that actually wanted to find out what happened to those movements and what happened to them in the 80s. They all began to have families. And they really drifted back in the communities. Mm. So it's it's really just the green movement. It's the women's movement. It's all of those together mm-hmm. are now. But the problem is that they're fragmented. They're not together. So the culture creatives is what we choose and what we've used to basically help people now come back together and unite mm. and come together. So part of the Great Awakening is helping all these different uh, groups come together 
And that's one of our primary purposes. Now, you're not political. You say you're neither on the left or the right, but some people are so strongly political. How do you bring them in without being political? That's the most difficult because they, um, they, we tell people that we don't awaken anyone. The awakening process is an individual personal experience. Mm -hmm. It's either, it's either your time or it's not. And so what we found is that we tell people on our site, if you found us, it's a synchronicity. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's something you were destined, you're destined to know this information, to learn this information, and uh, your higher self or, or you uh, are being brought to this site basically um, on the time frame that you're ready. You're ready for this information. That's okay. So it's really not that we're out to change anyone. We're out to help those that are moving into what we call the transition. That's and, right. um Fantastic. Well, so how did you guys get started? I mean, this is such a huge undertaking. So what, what are the beginnings? You're the brainchild of this and, and I know it's your, your son and your son's best friend, which is awesome. I love that you guys are like a family. I have a daughter myself and we talk about all this stuff and, um, and, uh, it's rare. It's like such a cool connection to have. I mean, I just interviewed Billy Carson and he said that his mom gave him the book Chariot of the Gods, which Eric Van Dannigan, you know, wrote. And it's just an amazing thing when you can have these conversations with your kids. But that's my own side note. So how did you guys get started and why are you well, doing no, this? But, no, thank you. I agree with that. Um, there's a family lineage, too. It's very interesting how this works. I actually got started a long, long time ago, actually back in the 80s. I looked at several books and reading. Um, uh, my start was Edgar Casey, mm-hmm. I should say. Mm-hmm. And so I was looking at a lot of his work and then searching, and it was very, very difficult back then because there were no, there wasn't an internet, there mm-hmm. wasn't any other access to information other than through books. So finally the 90s came along and then the internet began to take off and there are other new sources that were publishing on the internet. So the internet was a huge help in uh, helping us all in our journey of, of in the process of learning and being exposed to some of this information. So I've been at it for 20 years. Um, I've had it um, real seriously for about 10 years. And then uh, Eddie and PK were on the phone with me a year and a half ago. And I was describing to them what was going on. And I think it went on for an hour. Oh, wow. And we're all, we're all business professionals. And so... Um, yeah, you guys have, have full-time another... jobs, right? Yes, yes. And so that's, that's what we wanted to bring to this is more of a professional... Uh, look and feel, more of a professional, organized site, and also thinking of ourselves wanting to navigate some of this information. And so uh, we applied a lot of our business principles and business practices and a lot of our knowledge to basically create the site and to formulate what we call our platform. So um, Yeah, yeah, well, you're doing a good job because, you know, I've been searching this information for several years now, and you end up on all these random videos and you have no idea the source of any of this information and you know you could end up in just such such a crazy place and um that's called the rabbit hole yes yes (laughs) i've spent many a weekend (laughs) yeah we all we all have that's good so what we try to do is provide some filtering and an effort to give you what the known world is it's really seven topics Mm -hmm. and if you focus on those seven topics it really contains everything. We've got subtopics underneath those, 
But that really has all the information that you're going to want to know about this topic uh, and about this area of, of the Great Awakening and also what the future is, what's getting ready to happen and what's coming down the road in the future, which is going to be very a big change for all of us. So um, one of it's education, the other is getting prepared and really understanding what's actually going to happen. And that's where we call, you know, our site is a transitional. We help people through the transition. Now, because you just dropped a big scary line about the something's going to happen. <laughs> so can you just give us a taste of what you think is going to happen? Well, okay. So we, we take it, obviously, the geopolitical um I, I believe the deep state will be defeated ultimately. Okay. And then we'll, we'll move into a whole new era. There's a new financial system uh, backed by gold that's imminent and, and ready to go. Okay. And so on the, on the financial side, I think the world is really going to change dramatically. Like get rid and of money? Ultimately, yep. Ultimately, it, it'll take time. That's a transition. It all depends on how fast uh, our civilization moves into that. Yeah, now, how, how, how soon do you think that's going to happen? Or? Well, I think the thing is, is let's go back. And let me give you another element to this. Okay. We moved into a higher energy cloud in our solar system that's elevating everyone's consciousness. Mm -hmm. And they actually started tracking it in the 50s. And so now we've had two or three different levels of that energy flowing in from the 1980s and then around the year 2000 and 2012. And now we're really, really being maxed out. But wait, wait, wait! Uh, I have to stop you. What, what's when you say energy cloud? How does that translate scientifically? Uh, it's actually a higher plasma energy. It's the energy around us. The magnetic field is changing. Okay. And you and you can now. Let's talk about where you can see it. And we talk about this in our our global um, uh, weather. Mm -hmm. uh, basic and and what you're seeing is geophysically. Uh, oh, man, the earthquakes have increased, mm -hmm. not only number and size, volcanic activity. And the and earthquakes are up 500 to 1,000% in volcanic activity. I think there are 40 now that are active, mm. where 10 or 15 years ago, there were only 10 to 15 and, really? and more or less. Yeah. And so you've got, and also you've got, you can see it. You've got the storm activity. The hurricanes are, are the hurricanes are bigger and more destructive, the um, tornadoes are bigger, more destructive. And also we have the temperatures. We have much colder temperatures and much warmer temperatures. Yeah, I can tell. I and can attest so, to the warmer weather in L.A., that's for sure, because 10 years ago when I moved here, it was not this hot. <laughs> well, yeah, well, in L.A., you know, we used to never, you know, we lived down here in Newport, but we used to never have user air conditioners. Nobody did, yeah. Yeah, and now you're using a, a, a two months to maybe th going into three months a year now That's and it. also we're our climate here is much more uh, tropical so mm -hmm. we have a lot more humidity than we've had in the past mm -hmm. so there's so many elements of and also uh, it's been documented by nasa that all the planets in our solar system the weather is changing you can actually see it in some of the pictures of the planets where they're actually changing in their weather patterns and bigger storms um, so this is this is on a massive scale. Okay, but so, let me let me ask you a question. So part of that is that it's supposed to be happening. That that's yeah. bringing higher energy, and with the higher energy, it's affecting our weather. But also, we have weather tampering. So yeah, 
Can you distinguish between both of those? Well, let's take the West Coast, for example. Um, They put a wall up, and I think it was Harp Technology, and they put a wall up and didn't allow the storms to move in over California for a couple of years. And then wait, 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 wait. Uh, they put a wall up. You got to tell us that what that means. What does that mean? Well, that's a when you have barometric pressures. Not to get too detailed here, but they actually held the pressure of the fronts, so they would either move further north or they would uh, dissipate going south. So they were able to use that technology. What the technology does, it heats up the surface. Okay. And so, and it heats up the air. And when you heat up the air, you change the patterns and, and the way those storms moved or you dissipated the storms. And they can also create storms. So some of the hurricanes have been created. Uh, they have ways of manipulating those hurricanes to move them in directions that they want to go. So, yes, we've had some of the weather manipulation. Um, but as I understand it, I think a lot of that's gone. Okay, so, so when they heat up the surface, what are they heating it up with? Well, that's that HARP technology where they're actually okay. heating up. They're heating up the air from the upper atmosphere. Okay. And they're and they're doing it. They're actually bouncing the waves off of the upper atmosphere, and then they're focusing where those energy waves are going. It's more. It's more of an electronic frequency that they send out. Wow. And they're bouncing, they're bouncing it off the, the ionosphere, and, that acts, and then they focus it in a certain area. And why so, would they do that? Well, because they wanted, they wanted, um, they wanted to run the crop cycles. They wanted uh, droughts in the West. Um, the deep state wanted to bring America down to its knees. So the only way for the deep state to, inst- to institute what, um, what they call the one world order or the mm-hmm. new world order would be to basically bring America down. So wow. there's the finance, there's the financial part. Obviously they were shipping all of our jobs offshore and then they were wanting to destroy the crops and, um, and they, cause obviously middle California is the, is the, it's the uh, breadbasket yeah. of the world. So there were all kinds of things going on. And then they, the fires, I know a lot of the fires that happened in California. Um, they have actually footage of, of um, different beams, particle beams, or laser um, technologies. Yeah, yeah, laser laser technology. So it's really wild out there. So let me and, ask you, because uh, okay, so the laser technology footage is that on your website, or where can we find that? We've had some. Um, yeah, it's it's a couple couple of we we did it last fall when it was, uh, we've actually recorded that. But yes, we do have... Uh, you can find it on an old weekly briefing. So, okay. you know, we report the news on a weekly basis and you can dig back into, I believe it was October, November when those fires were going on. And so um, how did you get the footage? Well, no, some, someone uh, like took their camera okay. and, you know, or their phone and they actually recorded it. Wow. And it was a, more of a blue light. But it was, but it was right in the middle of the fire. Oh my god! And some, of the, some of the fires, I don't know whether you noticed, but um, it's amazing. They burn cars to a crisp. Mm-hmm. Um, fires, uh, fire, forest fires, or natural fires only burn at about twenty or twelve hundred and fifty degrees. Mm-hmm. These fires were burning somewhere between twenty five hundred and three thousand degrees. And, and and so, why did they do that? Why did they? Well, that's just, mm-hmm. Uh, multiple stories, multiple background stories mm-hmm. to what the deep state um, 
you know, they were getting funding from the federal government for the fires. Um, there's some of the communities they didn't want there. Uh, multiple reasons, which I probably shouldn't speculate. Right. But um, but yeah, it was it it was, uh, and maybe they want to use those areas for something else. Mm-hmm. Don't know for don't know for sure. Yeah, there's a there's a park out there in Malibu that I go to a lot, um, Charm Lee. And it's um, it's state owned and it was well after the fires were over and um, we went out there and this vehicle showed up and said, oh, you can't be here. I was like, well, the fires are over, aren't they? I mean, this is where I love to take my dog. They're like, nope, you got to go. And I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. Um, And then Paradise, there's rumors and I saw David Wilcock video on this. I think it was Edge of Wonder who the shout out to them. They do an excellent job um, on YouTube. Um, they had a David Wilcock interview talking about how, um, there were actually ETs living amongst us and, um, in paradise and how they, they, it was like one of the first treaties where they were allowed to live here in their disguise. And he was talking about how they have different teeth and they have actual dentists there that cover up their teeth and that they got wiped out. Yeah. Um, a little more information. Yes. I listened to the same, um, David, same report, um, they were actually going to use that ET race for disclosure. Mm. And so part of what they wanted to destroy is they wanted to destroy either them or any evidence of, but, um, yeah, it, it was, um, it was very fascinating for David to come forward with that information, but, um, yeah, it was, and they, he thought somewhere between a thousand to 2000 residents were ETs. And so I think there are other communities around the globe that they're actually living among us. So I, I, I think that's, that's, that's pretty, uh, pretty much confirmed. And I just have to ask one more weather question because I'm, I grew up in hurricane alley. I grew up in North Carolina, right on the Southeastern tip where it kind of jettisons out and the, the hurricanes will come up from Florida and they'll hit Wilmington, Wilmington, North Carolina. And so I grew up with tons of hurricanes and, um, and just, you know, watching the, the media, of course, they just, they, <laughs> it's like, Watching them, are like, you have to get out. Everybody get out. And what's, what's been interesting is, you know, back when we had hurricanes, when I was younger, only the people that are on the beach leave and everybody else, you know, now they're telling, you know, they're just trying to get everybody to leave. And then there's all this flooding that is happening that wasn't happening when I was younger. And so all these people are leaving their home and then they're stuck. Um, but what's interesting is it was just, it was just common knowledge. Everyone knew that if it started at a five, it would go down to a three. And now they're just like playing it. Like it's a sports, some kind of football game. But anyway, I'm, um, interested in what is the specific technology that creates hurricanes and speeds them up? Well, it's actually the same thing. It's hard now. It okay. could have other, but I think they intermingle space technology, um, um, lasers. So I think they're using a combination of, of harp technology and lasers. And some of those are flown from aircraft. So yeah, wow. they can speed them up, they can slow them down, they can make them bigger. So they really understand, but I think it's multiple devices that they're using. And here again, I'm not an expert, don't have the facts, but this is what we're hearing. Mm-hmm. And um so, yeah, but they can they can really move them in, move them out, um, do exactly. But at the same time, when they come ashore, nobody has control. And so what we've noticed is where they targeted, 
once they came ashore, they dissipate really quickly Mm -hmm. or they moved off in a direction that they maybe didn't want to move. But there's all kinds of things going on for the reasons behind why they do things uh, economically to destroy an area or who knows. And um, false false flags. Mm -hmm. False flags are all part of what you would call uh, some of this stuff. So um, the agendas for it, like in Hades, um, to give an example, when the hurricane hit there and the destruction, mm-hmm. um, boy, and they pummeled that. And part of the deal is the billions of dollars that was set aside mm-hmm. um, to basically, you know, repair and for aid for Haiti got siphoned off. And um, Hillary so that's Clinton, another thing. right? Yep. yep. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Child uh, trafficking as well took place after that. See, they, they create these problems. Hello? Okay, you there? Hey there. Hey, I don't know what happened. As soon as we said HC, we got dropped. Yeah, looks like uh, NSA is listening, maybe. <laughs> well, you, know, I, I, you know, when we're over the target, that's when we're going to get shot at. <laughs> when what? When we're over the, they say the language is when you're over the target, that means you're giving them some information they don't want, then you're going to get. Oh, my God. You're going to get. You're going to get hit. That was funny. As soon as you said, boop, boop. Um, All right. So we'll move on. (laughs) No, you're good. You're good. You have good questions. Okay. Thank you. But I just don't, I don't want anybody to get hurt. I was like, wow. As soon as we said that word, ba bing bing. Um, What was said? (laughs) We said. Never never mind. Maybe they'll they'll cut us off again. We said HC. We said the, we we put a name to it. I didn't get a noise. I didn't back get back on the other side. No, I just instantly it dropped. It was like bye. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Okay, same here. Did you guys? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was still connected with Mark though. Oh really? So, yeah. It was it was just you on your end. They're like yeah. beep beep. Um, I'm not on cell phone. I'm I'm go. I'm on a landline through the um radio station. But anywho, well, we don't want to get you know anybody hurt. Oh, no, let's, uh, let's go for it. Hey, listen. At this point. It's not that bad. Yeah, and people, I mean, it's it's time. So, okay, moving on to Hollywood. Um, so I'll just say for the listeners, we just mentioned a certain name and we got dropped. So <laughs> we're going to move on. So, um, but I did want to ask you about Dark Hollywood and there's a, a documentary that hasn't come out yet or I, I don't believe it's out yet, but you guys reference it on your site. But in general, it's it's called Dark Hollywood Winona Ryder. So I'm like, ooh, what's, about, what, what, what's going on with Winona Ryder? Um but I just want to kind of reference dark Hollywood. Um, I will say I met a guy one time not too long ago who had, who I'll just tell you this quick story. He was here from Canada and he was um, just about to leave. And he was like, Oh man, Hollywood's crazy. And I was like, well, what happened? You know, he's like, I went to some crazy parties. And I was like, well, what kind of parties? (laughs) And he described to me a scene um, eyes wide shut. That's what he described. And um, he was saying it was like a sex party and everybody had on a mask, but was fully naked. And um, that there was stuff happening in the basement that uh, his friend said, oh my God, there's crazy SHIT happening in the basement. Um, But he didn't go down there. He didn't want to know. So anyway, I just want to kind of touch on what you guys know about the dark Hollywood side. Well, let me... I want PK to speak to this too, but let me give you an overview because it's much bigger. Mm -hmm. Um, Basically, the deep state, which is the global 
Um, they call it the Illuminati. You can call it uh, the Cabal. Mm-hmm. You can call it the Syndicate. Um, at the very highest levels, uh, and the way they control people is with blackmail uh, and also sex trafficking, uh, pedophilia, mm-hmm. um, uh, sacrifice. I mean, it, it, it can get really ugly really fast. This is the way they control the main information sources or the main communication sources with the public. So Hollywood is part of it. Uh, mainstream media is part of it. Large corporations uh, are part of it. Um, the government, as far as Congress. So to give an example, um, the corruption and in Congress or in uh, both, ho- both houses on both sides, mm-hmm. they say between 40, 30 to 40 percent are involved in some kind of... Really? Uh, of, of abuse. And then Hollywood, they say over 80 to 90% of Hollywood has been affected or is affected by this program. And all your top stars are basically, they don't, all your billionaires, in my opinion, you don't get to that level without basically tying into their program and going along to, with what they're doing. But what happens is, is once you go along with it, then they have you, they trap you. They um, they uh, control you, and so a lot of people you can hear in the music industry mm-hmm. they talk about it. They're controlled by the devil or they're owned by Satan or whatever. But we don't talk too much about it, but mm-hmm. we know it's coming because it's a very very difficult issue for people to get their minds around, mm-hmm. and it's very difficult. But we will tell you it is coming, and people are going to have to basically come to grips with just how evil this is and what it what it takes on. So, um, like yes. I said, it, it, it's a subject that obviously we're not going to spend a lot of time on, but, but it's there, it's coming, and people need to be prepared for it. What is your take on Joe Biden? <laughs> uh, well, not to say anything personal. Uh, he's, he's part of the deep state. Yeah. He's part of, he's part of uh, also, um, they've got him, just I think the, the normal stuff is not normal, but I mean, what, uh, what his son did and what he did in Ukraine mm-hmm. um, is basically put potentially going to be his downfall. Um, the, um, I think it's state attorney general uh, or similar to, um, or the embassy is going to come out with all the evidence that Joe Biden's son benefited mm-hmm. from America funding $1 billion to the Ukraine. And John and Kerry's also, son as well, right? Oh, yeah. And what happens is what you'll find that this 30 to 40 percent of corruption in um, in our government is what they do is the money that's, you know, basically uh, gifted around the world to the tune of billions and billions of dollars. Um, these people fly around and they say, well, I'm on the committee or I'm here, I'm there. Mm-hmm. And I'm in I'm in control and you have to give me a percentage of that money. And so what they do is they funnel that back to the children. So what what? What's so? But Biden, mm-hmm. let me let me just add this. Sure. If Joe Biden. I mean, there are videos online. Google search Joe Biden mm-hmm. groping girls. I've seen it. And there are C-SPAN videos. Yeah, and it's disturbing. I mean, he's making sure he's shooting photos with families, and any girl within the family, he'll grab and and put right in front of them and fondle their shoulders and hair and and whisper into their ears. I mean, it's creepy. It's, and it's so wrong. creepy. It's so creepy. <laughs> Somebody. Show me these videos for for the first time. Oh, my God. There we go. 
You there? Call here. All right. Okay, we're, we're back. That's, that's twice now we've been disconnected. Twice now we've been dropped. So we're obviously hitting on some. We're hitting the yeah, core we're here. On the magic words, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I guess you have to do. We'll have to do some initialing here. Um, yeah. So we've been dropped twice. Now we've been dropped again. We're we're gonna keep. We're gonna tell people that we we were dropped because that's what's going on. And um, I'm inside Dash Studios, uh, Dash Radio, in Hollywood. I'm on a landline. You guys are on. A cell phones, but we're hitting some uh, core topics here. So while we're going, we might as well go, keep going. So for people who don't know, um, and you guys have listed this on your website, uh, that there are over 90,000 sealed indictments. What's inside those indictments? Yeah, um, those are basically uh, started with the hiring of John Uber um, from the AG uh, sessions. Okay. Uh, back back when, when Trump took over. And also, when Michael Horowitz started doing his investigations, this created uh, just a real backlog of, of indictments that were were set up for grand juries uh, through John Huber. And they took it out of Washington, D.C., and they put it in Utah so that no one could interfere with the process. Right. That was genius. Now, now, what this started with is we think the numbers of the stories that they talk about. They think the deep state in America and its minions in all different areas of, of government and, and you know, industries uh, make up for about one million people. Out of that one million people, they think about 300,000 are the serious corruption. So the indictments, it's interesting. Any indictment, you could have up to... Uh, 99 people named in that indictment. What is a sealed so, indictment? Let's just let's start there. What's a sealed indictment? Okay, a sealed indictment is most of the time when you're, like if you're taking down a large group okay. of people. And so what you don't want to do is you don't want to disclose what you're doing. And you need to do it all at one time. So what they do is they seal the indictment, wait till they get all their information together. Uh -huh. Because all of these cases could be related. They could have you know, other sources of information and other witnesses. So they want to keep that quiet. Now, what's happened is it's grown to such a large volume. And so let me explain what I think is going to happen. Okay. Um, we've heard that there are tribunals that started as of January 1st, and that's happening in Guantanamo. Guantanamo, um, Trump committed another, I think, $400 million to expand it to twenty to 30000 when it was only... I mean, maybe for four or five hundred people when it started. So don't don't hold me to those numbers, but I know they're they're large, and so they're already taking people to Guantanamo. Also, if you look at some of the presidential orders, the presidential executive orders, that they were to basically take um, anybody caught up in any um, kind of trafficking and illegal activity, mm -hmm. Trump could seize all their assets. And then uh, wait, he passed that. He passed that. If you're caught in trafficking, you're able to. We're able to seize all your assets. And then there were certain people that all of a sudden like quit their business. <laughs> I forget yeah. who it was. Well, no, we get to that part too. But, uh -huh. but yeah, the the seized assets part. But yeah, he was. Th these are people. And remember, it's a global executive order for crimes against humanity. Mm -hmm. And so the crimes against humanity are huge. And also, we have a state of war that's already established, so that allows 
us to basically, um, or allows our military to actually put people in jail, American citizens in jail, and try them for treason. Okay, so um, are you saying with Guantanamo Bay that they're getting ready to put a bunch of people who are going to get caught human trafficking in Guantanamo Bay? Yeah, well, that's where that, that's what's theorized. It's it's looking like that timetable is kind of unknown at this point. Okay, Let's go ahead, Mark. Yeah, it it looks like, and I'm getting to these ninety ninety three thousand. I think okay. is the exact number. So what's really happening is that, as we understand it, is that you're going to have the real criminal bad guys. I think some of them you aren't going to even hear about them. You don't know about them. It's the political figures that everybody knows that everybody's very concerned about. Because you start arresting people that, especially that are on the other side or political figures, then that's going to cause a real storm within the United States. But really, what's going to happen is a lot of that ninety thousand will be used if you didn't commit a capital crime or you didn't basically do anything really heinous. Then basically, they're going to sit down with you and say, "Okay, we've got all this evidence. Here's your indictment, and um, we're going to basically." put you under either house arrest or or we're going to put you on probation for the rest of your life. But based on the probation, you could never hold a public office. You can't vote. You know, you basically got to go home and, and, and go away and disappear. So we think a lot of those indictments will basically be used as leverage. And it's all being, also being used in leverage right now. And I will tell you something very, very fascinating that I just heard today um, from Corey Good off of Edge of Wonder, um, but basically Corey said that he has information that um, Rod Rosenstein or Rosenstein is basically going to roll over, and so mm. we don't know for sure. But that is typical in these type of situations where people have been blackmailed or told what to do for other reasons, and then once they get in a position um, where they can kind of roll over and. and Basically, it's the protection of their family and themselves. Once they have confidence, then I think that's when they begin to kind of take a look at saying, hey, I'm going to be in jail for a long time, or I need to figure out how to roll over on this. Yeah, so, well, look at Rosenstein's uh, you know, resignation letter. It, it said quite a lot. It, it looks like he has uh, switched sides. Well, and also Rosenstein had a speech this last week. It was last week that we reported on, but he had a speech. Hey, we're getting some feedback. Just one second. Okay, go again. Yeah, well, Rosenstein had a speech last week where Rosenstein basically talked about um, that, that the Obama administration was um, had some improprieties, and he alluded to those. So that was a clear signal that, um, you know, for him to speak publicly like that, it's completely different from where he was a year ago and um, kind of what his position was. So back to the 93,000. 96,000. So basically, uh, Hoover's been working. He's had, I think, over 500 attorneys. Uh, it's it's a massive thing that they're doing. <laughs> Who's and, funding uh, that, by the way? We are. We're funding it. And um, so th there's a long story about the funding of some of this stuff. But, but anyway, that that's as much as we know at the moment. And that's as much as that's leaked out. And also that's as much as people have been speculating on. So you guys talk about, you have a, a topic that says health watch, just to switch gears for a second. And you say that the Federal Reserve families control big pharma. There's a silent war going on between big pharma and alternative health doctors. And you alluded to the fact that 
hundreds, you say, quote, hundreds of awakened doctors and alternative practitioners are being offed, well, now I'm paraphrasing, offed in staged suicides or accidental deaths. It's the doctors that basically have the discoveries for the cures of cancer or the cures of some disease. Mm -hmm. And, And what's happening is the cures are very simple. Mm-hmm. Very straightforward. Some of them are energetic, but non-invasive. And these are the people they're trying to stop. Mm-hmm. And, it's the, and also, these people get traction. They get following. They get up to around ten to 20,000 people. And then all of a sudden, they get ready to break into the open. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's when we seem to either they're gone. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're gone. So, um, Do you think yeah, Dr. It, Sebi was something fishy happened there or? And that, that's his wife, right? Dr. Dr. Sebi, yeah, he was a doctor. I think there's absolutely something fishy there. And I believe Nipsey Hussle, who's the you know rapper and humanitarian who got killed recently, yeah. he was working on a documentary on, on Dr. Sebi. Mm-hmm. And there goes Nipsey Hussle. So, I mean, I think it's all definitely tied in, and it's a, it's a deep state operation. And what the battle over is, is that if you really understand it, uh, I'll give you a great factoid, <laughs> is that uh, all the royalty from Europe, they're all organic and they're all holistic. And really? They all have, uh, and they all have homeopathic doctors and they all have organic farms and, and cattle and grass-fed cattle. And they travel with their food. They take their food with them. I don't blame if you're coming here because our apples taste like wax. <laughs> well, they, they're coated. Yeah. With, yeah. 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 So I noticed like, in the eighties, I was like, no. <laughs> well, and, re- and remember big pharma didn't really come into being until through the Rockefellers and they didn't really come into being until, um, 1920s. And yeah. So who is that, made up of who, who, so which families? Well, it's, it's hard to tell past the the big ones Mm -hmm. they're all involved there's probably 10 families that are involved with big pharma five are actually running those and so and also those the big pharma started in europe the rockefellers the rothschilds the morgans those are three of the biggest okay yeah The, the whole game has been to basically take control of your health and also mm-hmm. it's it's the genocide thing they wanted to call the population Mm-hmm. So if you look at what's happened in the, I guess you'd call this the 21st century, is that or 20th century, and, you know, both, is these wars that we've had um, to cull the population and then the banks use the wars for money. Mm-hmm. So um, it, it's really tragic and everybody's going to learn the truth about <laughs> the truth about all that. Yeah, but there's been all these clues along the way. Like when I t- took my daughter into um, Children's Hospital here in L.A., by the like... Medicaid sign up the clinic, let's say within the hospital, just next door is McDonald's. <laughs> it's like <laughs> in, with inside the hospital. God again. Okay, so I'm waiting for them to call me back. We've just been dropped, I think, for the third time. Uh, the first time I was talking about Hillary Clinton. Second time we were talking about Joe Biden groping girls, and this third time we were talking about um, McDonald's being inside a children's hospital. So those are the three topics. Okay. Third time's a charm. Wow. <laughs> Classic. So, okay. so McDonald's inside a children's hospital did it. Okay. 
So yeah. interesting. This is kind of becoming a fun game. Like, what can we say that gets our culture out? Yeah. Uh, third time. What I was going to say about McDonald's and just fast food in general yeah. is obviously it's super cheap. If you look at all these commercials, oh, yeah. it's like five bucks for, you know, more food than you can handle. I know that's a Taco Bell one, mm-hmm. but, you know, McDonald's, two burgers for three bucks or whatever mm-hmm. it is. So it's super cheap and affordable and it's addictive and obviously bad for you. So a lot of people go that route and just, you know, don't know any better, unfortunately. Well, I'm going to tell you every once in a while, I have a hankering for some McDonald's fries. So they do make good fries. <laughs> I hear you. I have been in Outburger like probably <laughs> once a month. So that's, that's my <laughs> little vice there for fast food. Yeah. And now that Carl's Jr. has a veggie burger, I'm in trouble. Um, <laughs> so, but yeah, I noticed one time when I was watching them make the fries, like this salt shaker came out and it was just like, I am, I love salt. I'm not going to lie. And it poured and it had like cascading hole, like it had like probably 10 holes in it and it had like cascading salt onto my fries. And I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> anyway. Nice. Yeah. So it's horrible for you. Um, don't eat fries every day. Okay. So true history is one of your topics. Let's move on to aliens. Maybe they don't care about that because people will think we're crazy if we talk about aliens. So on your true history topic, there's a quote on your website that says, there's evidence revealing humanity's history on earth goes back as far as 500,000 years. Our solar system has had a biological human and alien presence for over 2.2 billion years. Can you, can you tell me what is the evidence of that and who are the aliens? Can you speak on that? Yeah, let me start from the very, um, let's start from the beginning. The um, universe is 13.4 billion years old. Okay. Our Earth is probably 4.4. And the first human race, they called it the builder race or um, the progenitors. And they came through our solar system 2.2 billion years ago. Mm-hmm. And they were at least at least a million years more advanced in technology than we are now. A million. Uh Uh-huh, 2.2 billion years ago. The other thing is they were estimated because of what, um, now let me sideway, let me go to a sidebar here. They found out all this evidence through the secret space program and their exploration in the 40s and 50s or 50s of our solar system. And what they found is they call, uh, Corey calls our solar system a cosmic junkyard. Okay. And if you can imagine that something was built, uh, and let me go back. So the progenitors and uh, the builder race, they were... Ancient builder race. Yeah, they were roughly 75 feet tall. All mm-hmm. these structures that were built, you can, you and I today, I'm six foot one or two. Mm-hmm. I would only come up to the top of their ankle bone. If I was standing, I could only, my height would only at, at 75 feet tall. They would only, so these, these structures that were built are massive in size. And think of the chairs, the chairs in the room. So these structures are unbelievable. And but then, Mark, there were also giants that were way smaller than that, but still much bigger than we are today. And those remains have been found for years and years. How tall? And hand it over to the Smithsonian. But yeah, get into that. But well, no, I can, to, I, to let I can listeners track. know that not all you know races were that huge. No, let me go back. I can I can tie that together. Okay. What, what's basically going on is the builder race that came through were seventy five feet tall, and then when they came in, 
what happens is whatever the gravity is on any planet, that basically is where your where your height will moderate at. And so Earth has a very dense, you know, gravity. Mm-hmm. So that's why we're smaller. So over time, over the generations, the generations actually get smaller. Mm-hmm. And it's more it's more in line because of what's going on in the gravitational pull. Now, okay, so what's what I don't know or what I haven't heard is it kind of goes now they built out everything and the other thing too is to remember in our in the universe it's a very violent universe on the surface of any planet there's asteroids there's polar shifts there's you know all kinds of stuff going on on the surface so what they learned and this is a billions of years ago is they built out civilizations and they live under the ground and so that leads us on to something else in this discussion but to go back to this history so where it picks up is we really pick up, there was a big change, and it really happened about 500,000 years ago. And that's when, and also, the solar system was protected. This builder race set up a satellite system, and I think our moon was potentially one of those satellites that actually had the technology that would prevent what they call the bad guys, and, and they're known as the Dracos, the reptilians. Mm-hmm. So they were kept out of this part of the solar system for millions and millions of years, maybe a billion years. But what happened is during a war, and there was all the asteroids are basically planets that were originally existing here in our solar system that blew up. Mm. And most of them were blown up by the civilizations living on those planets. And actually Mars was a moon of Marduk, and Marduk was that, it's, it was an uh, Earth planet, like planet, uh, water, and it was five times the size of Earth, and that's where the asteroid belt is today. But the but Mars was actually one of their moons, and so was our moon. But our moon was carved out. There's it's artificial. There's uh, uh, David Wilcox says over 10,000 floors um, that exist inside of our moon, and they moved it. They they had they say. They had a billion people that were inside of it and on the surface, and they moved it basically here to Earth and moved it into our orbit. I think it was crippled at the time. It was also destroyed. So there have been violent wars going back and forth for the last 500,000 years. And also, there are five advanced civilizations that have come and gone on the surface of the Earth in the last 500,000 years that we know about. So this is a very interesting theory that there's how many levels in the moon? They say in some parts of the moon, David says they're up to 10, and Corey says, Corey said it, they're up to 10,000 floors. Wow. And, and some of those floors um, basically are built for people that are 35 feet tall. So and if so, it's, are you saying it's all artificial? And if you're saying that, then why? So I, I interview all types of people on this podcast. I interviewed a high priestess, which, and, um, I learned a lot about Wiccan and Wiccan is tied in with the seasons and um, the moon is very integral to that belief system. And it's, and it seems to be a natural integral part. So are you, are you claiming that the theory that Corey Good is saying is that the moon is, is a hundred percent inorganic? Okay. I, I don't think so. I think that the moon was artificial, but it's been hollowed out. And also remember some of the races 
uh, throughout our universe are known to take moons, hollow them out. In fact, there are 40-some moons around Saturn, of which most of them have been hollowed out. And how do they hollow them out? Technology. Don't. don't Advanced technologies. Yeah, I'll just add this. Whenever you see an eclipse, the moon perfectly covers the sun. Mm Mm-hmm. And you see, you know, the, um, I'm blanking on the term, but. No, what it, hey, hey, or PK, one of the biggest things about our moon is that of all the moons, it doesn't rotate. Right. We look at the same side every time. So that's why it's called the dark side of the moon, although it's not always dark because the sun can still shine on it. But we don't see what's going on in the backside. Well, Pink Floyd was onto something. But also with, with any other planetoid, all the moons rotate. Really? And so just, just because our moon doesn't rotate is one of the keys that it also faces. And also the, the dynamics of how it was placed and where it was placed and its configuration to the eclipses. The eclipses are perfect. And so all of those settings has to be something that was engineered by design. It wasn't, it, and it wasn't basically natural. Yeah, and the moon regulates tides and, you know, weather yeah. and, and seasons and all kinds of things as well on the planet. So, so does well, it, and also, Earth was, Earth was more marshy before they brought that moon in. And once they brought the moon in, then it stabilized the seasons and allowed the crops to grow. And it really brought an environment so a civilization could exist. So this is what I understand is kind of, you know, um, what's going on with the moon and why it was put in place. And then they began to populate the Earth. Who is they? Well, you could, look, there's a lot of theories. There's the Anunnaki, Mm -hmm. there's the Sumerians, the the Fallen Angels. Um, um, What it is and what you're going to learn, so we're kind of getting into some, there's a lot of things, a lot of ways to go here. What's getting ready to come forward, and this is what Corey says and David, a lot of the insiders, you're getting ready to get information that the Atlantis, was basically uh, Antarctica. Oh, wow. There's going to be a big disclosure coming about Antarctica. And also, they've drilled down to the surface and underneath the surface. And so this is where the Nazis got involved and Mm -hmm. where they shipped all their technology and who they got involved with, which we don't need to go into at this point. I've already done a whole episode on that with Linda Moulton Howe. Yeah. And so the point is, is that this information is now going to tell the story that what they found is they found the, the, the beings with the elongated heads. And see those elongated heads, there are over 3,000 pyramids around the world. Mm-hmm. And they found bones and elongated heads. And they also, all the structures of all the pyramids, those 3,000 all, on all the continents, they're all the same dimensions. Mm-hmm. Whether they're larger, it doesn't matter how the size of it. But the actual, you know, the 60 or 90 degree angles of which the pyramids were built, all those angles are the same. And then when they found the same um, bones around each one, and just a little side note here too, the Smithsonian's Institute was created to cover up Mm -hmm. the giants that were discovered in all the archaeological digs. So it was purely put in place to cover up the ETs. And and they, they, they say they have warehouses of bones i've seen pictures i've seen pictures on the internet where a guy is standing beside bones and it's pretty crazy we also had some stuff here there in um the middle of the state right where there were hills 
Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And all those mounds are, um, you know, that was built and either burials or whatever. So mm-hmm. all those mounds around, um, you know, here in America. Which state was it? Know, I think it's Ohio. Mm-hmm. It's in it's in the north middle it's the mi- middle north midwest mm-hmm. you know state but um, anyway there's uh, some fascinating stories there but going back to what's getting ready to be disclosed now one of the other big things they're preparing a gentleman from what I understand uh, military that basically um, underneath the Grand Ta- Canyon they've known about it uh, since the late 1800s but there has been a massive civilization that lived. Uh, underground, underneath the Grand Canyon. Really? And, yeah, and they're getting ready to come forward with that information. Wow. Who's saying that? Um, that's Corey and, wow. and David. David. David both. This is fascinating stuff. So you guys have have a topic called the event and um, talking about CMEs, heart, CMEs hitting the planet to kind of circle back yeah. around to where we started with the the extra solar flares hitting the planet? Yeah, so so what what's going on in the universe and what's driving all this activity? What's driving mm-hmm. the, the creation and all the money that they've stolen and why is it going up into space and all, into all the secret space? Look, if you want to follow the money, I'm a finance guy. And so that's what I started to do in about okay. nine. I started to follow the money. And when you follow the money, you find out that it goes into space or it disappears. Give you an example: the DoD um, right before 9/11. PK, you can you can reference this. PK, you remember um, Rumsfeld? Yep, Rumsfeld uh, made the speech on September 10th. Yep, two point. They're missing 2.3 million. Mm-hmm. Now, a, a a professor from Michigan State has come forward and and he's added up the numbers. They're missing twenty-one trillion dollars, <laughs> and, and that's your that's your debt. Now, when you and say what, it went off planet, where's it got? Who needs money off planet? Oh no, they have a military-industrial complex. It's ten times the size of anything here in the, on the planet. Where is that located? Oh, um, all throughout the galaxy. <laughs> yeah, definitely they, in the solar system, but beyond as well. You talking about the Draco? Oh. Uh, the yeah, secret no. space program. There are multiple secret space programs. And we get our best information on them from whistleblowers. Mm-hmm. So it's not 100% corroborated, but it's definitely going on. Do you well, think we have guns pointed at us right now? You know what? I wouldn't worry about that because no, <laughs> um, they are not the ETs that want to preserve the planet, the positive ETs. Mm-hmm. In, the, in the universe, they say there's only about 15% of the humanoids that are existing, which are billions and trillions probably, only about 10 to 15% are negative. And it is positive, right? Disclosure's happening. It's breaking up. Let's, we're headed in yeah, a good direction, I, huh? Absolutely. And I think, look, we're going through a bumpy time because we have to realize all the negative. And so we have to see it. And then we're going to heal it. And what happens, some people will just repeat uh, what they call third dimension, and then mm-hmm. some people will move on. We're dividing. We're dividing right now. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And right. Well, at the moment, the next three years are going to be. Um, it's going to be what they call the great separation. Mm-hmm. So you're going to hear more negative, but you're also going to see more positive. Mm-hmm. So to end on a, we are very, very positive. We are very positive about the future. We are very positive 
about the outcomes. We are here to help people transition. Mm-hmm. And we're here. And also the simple formula that we leave everybody with on our site and how we talk. There's three practices, daily practice. One is meditation. The other is a healing practice, which is, we think, based in forgiveness. And the third is, is a healthy lifestyle, what mm-hmm. you eat and, and that you get exercise. If you're involved in those and you're 51% more positive in your thoughts than negative, mm-hmm. you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Okay. I love it. Well, where can people find you? Uh, greatawakeningreport.com. Yeah, sign up for emails as well. We send out our uh, weekly email, which contains our weekly briefing and our latest blog posts as well. Well, thank you guys so much for joining me. What a fun ride this has been. We were knocked off four times, so we're definitely uh, speaking some truth here. Absolutely. Thank you, Carla. And just to throw in a quick note on her Instagram is at Great Awakening Report. Perfect. Yeah, I follow you guys. I really enjoy all your your posts. I really enjoy your website. And again, just thank you for what you're doing because I know that that takes a lot of time and um, you're doing a great service for everybody else and helping wake people up and giving people a place to go and read about it and developing communities. So you should be really proud of yourselves and thank you. Thank Thank you for your work as well. Thank you. appreciate it.